This episode is brought to you by Navy Federal Credit Union. At Navy Federal, it's been the mission to help the military community for over 90 years. And not just help them, but do everything to make sure they not only grow, but flourish. That's why Navy Federal Credit Union has all kinds of great savings and investment options, like share certificates with sky-high rates. So don't hesitate. Start growing your finances today with a variety of savings and investment options. Navy Federal Credit Union. Our members are the mission. Savings products insured by NCUA. Investment products are not insured. Not obligations of Navy Federal and may lose value. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm so excited to tell you JCPenney and country music singer-songwriter Walker Hayes are partnering together on a new limited-time men's collection for the everyday guy. What I love about Walker Hayes is his laid-back nature. He's a family man and being a country megastar while also having seven kids. You know he likes to keep his style cool and casual. This new collection is perfect for the guy living the t-shirt life or someone wanting some fresh options that feel just as good. It's easy to wear, affordable styles that celebrate the ultimate family man along with the quality, durability, and sensibility dads appreciate. Available online Saturday, May 4th at jcp.com and in-store Thursday, May 16th. Just in time for Father's Day. Limited time only. JCPenney, make it count. The numbers told the story they always do. It's one of those idiots who believe in analytics. This is a numbers game with Gil Alexander on VSIN. Our number two of a numbers game at VSIN, the sports betting network, VSIN.com, VSIN app, Game Plus, iHeartRadio, YouTube TV, all from Bar Canada, the Barrage, Bar Canada here at the D. It's Gil Alexander. It's Kelly Bidlin, producer number nine. So much more than a producer. Banged up on New Year's Eve and back. You're right. You recover quickly, yeah. huh? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. He's trying to hit his mic. Just yeah. Mic like yeah. Three times. <laughs> yeah. That was good, man. That was good. Over uh, over in uh, a little bit of Drew's area over there in Southern California on uh, Sunday night. Part, uh, party there and then drove back here yesterday. Look at you. But little li- a little later yesterday than I thought I was going to uh, be hitting the road, but yeah. <laughs> Were you on the beach like Drew or not quite uh, cl- Close to it, yeah. There was like some storms over there. It was weird this weekend. You know, it rains in Southern California. Yeah, but they were all like, well, I don't, I don't, there was there was like storm surge and stuff. People were worried about <laughs> storm surge. <laughs> like, I feel like I was in Florida again with hurricanes. Uh, we get tweets at beating the book. Jay Buckley. Speaking of a Giants win totals, we're sweating in all under five and a half at plus two eighty. How did the Eagles botch this for me? <laughs> I know, man. I know. Mike Alvarez. You have a good shot of the Ravens playing week 18 like it's a preseason game, which means they're going to try to win by any means necessary. <laughs> Let me just say this, Mike. I hold on to hope for that. <laughs> Let me tell you, I feel you on this. And, and yesterday, Kelly, you weren't here for guessing lines. But the four games I love, because we should really always do this on a Tuesday if you miss guessing lines, the four games I landed on, which is way more than I thought I would in a week 18. And I already bet these. I thought the Raiders was too short against the Broncos. Bet them at two and a half. Um, I thought that the Bears were, t- were. I, I'll tell you what I got in my pocket if I took plus three or plus three and a half now, which obviously makes a huge difference, but now I'm getting all confused. But I thought the Bears against the Packers, like I think the Bears are really good. And I think I want to talk to Mike Sando about this a little later, about what the Bears are going to do with the Justin Field story. Um, but I got the Bears yesterday. Oh, the Bears one wasn't up. That was the one I didn't get. So I got the... Uh, the Raiders minus two and a half. The Dolphins plus three against the Bills. I couldn't believe that line, even with the Dolphins yeah. injuries. And then I took the Ravens plus four. So the three I have in pocket, Raiders minus two and a half, Dolphins plus three, Ravens plus four, where I was betting didn't have the uh, the Bears line up. I was hoping for a three and a half. But I think the Ravens, like this is again what Drew was saying, you know, just because you're a must win doesn't mean you must cover. And I would just argue, I would just bring up the Dr. Bob line, which is if you're in a must win situation, it means you must not be that good. And I have a feeling the Ravens come out and even without their starters playing for much of this, get the job done against the Steelers. At least I took the points. I think there's a good chance. I yeah. think there's a good chance. People, and that preseason line, it's a way to it's a way to look at it for sure. Well, I mean, people all those imme- guys. Yeah, people immediately go to, well, they have one they have to play for something they don't. So there's your answer. If it were that simple. Right, yeah. We'd be all be cleaning up on the right. 
Ladies and gentlemen, let's talk some college football after the just amazing National Invitational semifinals last night. Pete Futak joins us from collegefootballnews.com. Pedro, how you doing, man? You're talking about the NFL Week 18. If you use the word opt-out, then you're basically talking this bowl season in a lot of ways for some of these teams. I like your national little shot in there from the national invitational. Your Florida State team lost in the worst bowl game it worst bowl loss oh, in the history of Pete, college Pete, football. Really? Are we going to start with this? They had a hundred guys out. Well, Let's you, just stop. The national invitation. It is the national invitation semifinals. I've said it a hundred times. I'll say it a hundred more. It is that. It was great. Don't get me wrong. But it, it, the point of it is, and I use UW as an example. Like the market completely completely underrates them week after week after week, gives them no respect in any big game, and they keep getting it done. The point is, Pete, you just have to settle this on the field because no one knows a damn thing. Don't you agree with that? No, not at all. It's, it's, <laughs> okay. It's, 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 to a point, you kind of do if you see these teams throughout the. And, Look, it, I get what you're saying. I'm the I'm the ultimate one who keeps missing on Washington, uh, because if you watch again, the thing about Washington is if you've seen them all year, they, they there's parts to their game, and you saw it last night. They did every they pitched a near perfect game and almost lost. Like it's kind of it, it's kind of hard to real. And this is where going forward, I'm going to do it again because I actually did. I missed everything on Washington. And I got everything right this year on Michigan. Washington's just one of those teams that like, they're just good enough to always keep winning. And they kind of do stuff to make it too close. You know, like they should have destroyed Stanford. They should have destroyed Arizona state. There are all these teams that they really struggled against that should have been 40 point blowouts. And they just weren't. So like even again like last night's game they I mean Penix goes for 430 they can have total dominance over the game Texas had a Texas basically had one of its worst performances of the year that was not and we thought like it's almost like Michigan of last year in TCU Texas it was almost like the stage was too big for Texas in a weird way because they just did not play their game and they still they blew it at the end they still almost pulled that thing out so I get it. I think Michigan, this, this, I think they roll. I, I just, this Michigan team is just, it's the team of the year. They just are that the national championship was played in Pasadena. I, I will be stunned if Michigan doesn't, and Michigan should have won that easier. They screwed up. That was not a team that, that did that all year. I will be stunned if Michigan doesn't win this relatively handily. I saw you guessed that line at seven and a half yesterday. Am I correct in, in that? Yeah. So that- I, it's, I, it's, I, I am stunned at four. I am honestly, I could hear well, First of all, there's the Michigan bump. And if you, know, you guys know lines better than I do, even the entire Michigan nation, there's always that Saturday morning, last second, half, half point, Michigan, you know, everyone, every, the Michigan world all wakes up and in the morning and they all hammer their team because oh, I'm going to watch my team today and they're all going to hammer it. I guarantee you, especially if Dylan Johnson really is banged up and can't go that if you, if you care, if you actually are in this and really think Michigan's going to win, jump at four, because that is going to go up as soon as the Michigan fan base starts betting on this. Um, I took the approach yesterday with UW where I was like, you know, again, when Washington played Oregon, they were what? Nine, 10 point dogs. A lot of people didn't give them a chance. They said, oh, they're just, they're not nearly as good as Oregon yesterday. Um, although the line didn't reflect it in the market anecdotally here, everybody I heard was on Alabama. Everybody, they all were on Alabama. They, they knew the final score. Um, in the first game against Michigan, and then in the game with UW, you know, again, they're four and a half point dogs against Texas. And I took the approach, I'm like, okay, I'm going to watch Penix play against this defense for one drive. And it was so apparent so quickly. I was like, oh, he's unfazed. He is every bit as good as he's always been. I'm going to take the same approach with Michigan. And I ask you this very sincerely you're really super confident on Michigan. What is it about Michigan yep. that will be able to stifle him and this offense? in a way that no one else has been able to. 
that defense is the real deal. And I, I will say that, like, again, I thought, like, again, I mean, no one knows anything. I thought Iowa was going to Iowa yesterday and take Tennessee. Nope. You know, and I thought, why well, I thought, I told you, I think last week, I think Texas was my big thought. Like, I thought Texas, if it played like it did all year, should have rolled. Nope. Like you said. But I get Michigan. I my pick, my actual on site call was Michigan was going to win 27 to 23. And it was 27. 12. It's, they are ultra consistent. They just, they don't, they had the, the screw ups with the fumbles and they weren't quite right, but they just are a, the most methodical team I can remember. You just, they, they, they're just unfazed. It's just the, the lines are great. I mean, this is, this is, there's no real weakness on this team except for last night. They couldn't seem to get their special teams, right? But they don't commit penalties. They don't get flagged that they are methodical in how they drive. They just, their play calling has been excellent. They're just razor sharp and how they get to panic and how they do this is they stop the running game for Washington, which also has to be a part of this to mix it up. The Washington's not going to run at all. And I like, I love the internet last night. Speaking of the no one knows everything. Everyone who was on Alabama was dogging Jalen Milrow and dogging the passing game against him. Alabama ran, nobody ran more than 40 times this year on Michigan. Alabama did. That was the best rushing performance by anybody last year or this year against Michigan. And it still didn't get the job done. So I think the one key this year has been that the Washington offensive line has been great. This offense is amazing at getting the ball out of Penix's hands. And I just think this becomes the part become, where it's like stuff becomes real. And my, my cop becomes 2014 where Oregon, that was the most confident team I've ever seen when they beat Florida state in that Rose bowl, they got to the national championship. And also it's like, uh Oh, wow, we're here. And it was like too big. I do not think this moment's too big for, uh, for Michigan. All right. You're very strong on it. I'm, I'm going to do the same thing. I'm going to wait to see Penix play a driver, then I'm going to jump in. You might be right. We shall see. L- last thing, Pete, 45 seconds after that performance by Penix, after his performance all year. He was he was great at Indiana, too. Um, Penix, yep. Caleb, we saw, we saw uh, what's the kid's name, Miller Moss, perform well for USC in his first game. I don't know how great Caleb Williams is after, after seeing that. Um, and then, of course, Jaden Daniels. Who would you, if you're a quarterback needy GM in the NFL, Pete Futak, Pete Futak GM, who do you pick of those three? Drake May. Drake, or Drake May. I mean, that's the, yeah. I, I, I'm a Chicago, I live in Chicago. I, my, my world are the Bears when it comes to the people I know. I don't care about the Bears. I, I don't know on this one because because there's so many. How about if Shadur Sanders comes out? Or how about like, like how like keep going with all the different parts of that? Because I think Pettix is great. Uh, I certainly think Drake May is great. I certainly think Bo Nix is great. I mean, keep on going. I'm a believer that out of all these groups, yes, you don't want to be the person that misses on Caleb Williams. Uh, but in this one, there's not another position guy who's that great. So if you're the Bears, I say you just you take the guy at the one and you see how you play it out in camp and then trade one of them from there. Wow. And if I'm another team that needs a quarterback, I call the Bears and I said, give me Justin Fields now. Pete, thank you. Appreciate exactly. it, man. Thank you. Pete Futek, everybody. F-I-U-T-A-K, Pete Futek on Twitter, collegefootballnews.com. College basketball next with Jim Root. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game. King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think you could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then I, his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. Tired of restless nights? Meet Lisa, the sleep expert. 
Here at Lisa, we know that good sleep is essential for mental, physical, and emotional health. That's why their mattresses are made for exceptional comfort and support, catering to every sleep need. Check out Lisa Sapira Hybrid Mattress, named best hybrid mattress five years running. Sleep hot? The Chill Collection is built with cool-to-the-touch top fabric and layers of high-density comfort foams, all intended to remove excess body heat while maximizing comfort. With Lisa, getting a new mattress has never been easier. Delivery is free, and you have 100 nights to try out your mattress in the comfort of your home. Don't spend another night dreaming of better sleep. For a limited time, save up to $700 off select mattresses plus two free pillows. Go to lisa.com forward slash iHeart for an additional $50 off mattresses and select goods. That's l-e-e-s-a.com forward slash iHeart. Exclusions apply. See lisa.com for more details. Are you tired of your scented cleaning products smelling and cleaning like meh? Then it's time for an upgrade with the power of Clorox Sentiva. With an uplifting scent that smells like coconut, Clorox Sentiva gives you powerful clean like Clorox, but a feeling like <sighs> being transported to a tropical island retreat. Imagine putting your phone on Do Not Disturb, tuning out all the constant, just the feeling of warm sand in between your toes and a fruity drink in your hand. The ones with the little umbrella. Refresh your home to feel like an all-inclusive vacation by getting Clorox Sentiva. Also available in grapefruit and lavender scents at a nearby retail store. A numbers game on VSEN, the sports betting network. Before you make your next bet, be sure to visit VSEN.com to check the current betting splits data. Want to know where the money and bets are moving every NFL or bowl game? Well, the betting splits page is updated with DraftKings odds every five minutes, so you can see changes in all the action. Find out where the public is betting based on the number of tickets and where the money does not match the public opinion. We're always improving our betting splits, by the way. Recently added soccer betting splits from around the world. Kelly loves those. That's right. If you want to bet in the uh, Copa Italia today, uh, Gil, you could get AS Roma at minus 250 or Cremonese at plus 750. Or who at what? Cremonese. <laughs> betting splits, yet another way that Visa is here to make you smarter, better year-round. Check out today's betting splits for every game at VEASAN.com slash splits. We should have a feature where you just pronounce the stuff. It's my new favorite. It's my new favorite thing. Now that we get to uh, we get to promote the soccer odds. Every time you get to that line, I'm like, let me get to DraftKings real quick. Who's playing today yeah. in what league? And uh, I'll get a line for you. Let us resolve that in 2024. You all of my uh, WTA women's tennis plays. You you give them out. Hey, you got it, Chief. <laughs> Chief. <laughs> Anastasia Pavlyuchenkova. All right, we get tweets at beating the book. Bill Hooker, I sure hope you're correct, Gil, about the Ravens plus four. I have the Steelers over nine and a half wins plus 145 going for a middle with the Ravens plus four. Blue Hen Bill, I think the whole construct of the NFC playoffs changed you know, drastically on the ridiculous call in Dallas, possibly affected the positioning of at least four, possibly more teams. Belichick is right. Everything should be reviewable. Johnny Ringo. There it is. The old Pete is back. The SEC being gone must have awoken the beast. <laughs> I got to I got to like edit some of these here. Uh, Trip Tepper, in fairness to Pete, uh, the look ahead line for the hypothetical Michigan UW matchup was Wolverines minus six and a half and minus seven. So he's guessing Michigan minus seven and a half isn't outlandish. Oh, oh, no, no, not at all. But it should be pointed out that after that game last night, he guessed that line. I, I was so thinking about Trip Tepper this weekend. I was thinking about it when I saw that Dave Tepper video. I'm like, thank <laughs> God Trip has distanced himself oh, from man. this man. <laughs> and then Altus Legend, listening to Pete, has me convinced. Wash. Washington money line huge, he said. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, let's talk some college hoops, shall we? One of the three gentlemen from the three-man weave outfit. You can follow them, all their picks at 3MW underscore CBB. It's James Patrick Root who joins us. Jim Root, how you doing, Jim? I'm good. Welcoming in 2024. We're finally getting a conference play in college hoops. So uh, bigger, better slates coming up. I'm, I'm excited. Conference play begins today. Have you does it change anything about your handicapping? Yes, uh, I do a lot of uh, looking back at what I would have made the line in the preseason, because I think teams in the non-conference can kind of get in a rut and maybe just things don't go right or they're cold shooting or they get injuries and they just start to sink a little bit. 
but then with conference play being a new year, a, a new season for them, uh, they can revert back to maybe a closer to preseason expectations. So a team that really struggled could maybe trend back up or a team that just caught fire could maybe come back down to earth a little bit. So I, I think there's a, an opportunity in that where maybe the team isn't exactly what they've been through the non-conference portion and when we see a little bit of a different version in league play. Okay, before we get to your thoughts on plays today, can I do something that I'm just, I'm just going to bore you, Kai, and Matt. I'm going to do this relentlessly as the college basketball season continues. But obviously, I have two futures tickets. Actually, I have a third now. I have two futures tickets to win it all. Uh, BYU and Alabama at really long odds. I also have BYU to get to the Final Four. Um, but let me just go through some 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 rating systems here. Ken Palm, BYU third, Bama fifth. Uh, is it Bar Bar? How do you pronounce it? Bartorvik? Is that how it's pronounced? Bam, yep, yep. Bama number three, BYU five. Haslametrics, BYU two, Bama six. Team rankings, BYU four, Bama five. You may sense a pattern here, Jim. Net yes. ra- <laughs> net rankings, which the committee uses, BYU two, Bama five. Sports reference, BYU 3, Bama 5. Obviously, Houston, Purdue, and Arizona, the other three in that mix, typically. You get the idea. And then we'll go to the AP now. BYU 12, Bama not in the top 25. Now I ask you, sir, because I'm sitting on those two teams. Where does the AP have it right or wrong? Well, I think AP is doing a little bit more resume based type stuff. So based on who have they beaten, um, when loss record matters, like Alabama's taken five losses because they've lost a bunch of close games against really good teams. So I would guess seeding would have these teams a little bit lower than where they are in the advanced projections as well. But predictively, uh, which a lot of those rankings are that, that you're talking they they reflect that both those teams have been smoking bad competition and BYU's been ridiculous as a favorite, especially at home against the spread this year, like minus 20, boom, they win by 30 to 40. It's like clockwork. And that kind of outperformance against projection has gotten them all the way up to where they are in those, in those analytical rankings. Now, Gil, I share a very long shot BYU ticket as well. Yes. So I'm hoping that those Let's predictive go. rankings are, yeah, exactly. I hope those are spot on and, and that's how things come to bear in the postseason, and they actually are a top five team. Bama's trickier because, yeah, they've they've played a ton of really good teams. The schedule's been a crazy gauntlet from Nate Oates, and they haven't quite pulled them out, but they've been close with a lot of those teams. And then whenever they get home and they play a mid-major team, they win by 35. Part of that's their tempo, and given a lot of possessions, that, that's how things go. Um, but I believe they're probably closer to 10-ish. I'm not fully sold Alabama's top five, but... The upside is there. They just need to figure out the defensive end of the floor. The best Oats teams are really good on defense, and this one's not right now. So we're just going to try to see how that goes in conference play and if you can kind of plug some gaps against top-shelf competition. Yeah. Um, let me just say this, because this is the beauty of college basketball, too, and I'm glad you're on BYU as well. So we might have, like, stupid great numbers, but the numbers are still great, right? Like, people can go out right now and get Bama 35 to 1. They can get BYU 45 to 1. It doesn't have to be these two teams, but that's the prison through, I'm, through which I'm betting here. But others might have a team that they love. College basketball futures, like, you can get great numbers deep into February. Final four, Bama 8 to 1, BYU 11 to 1. Would you recommend any of those bets still? Like, if someone was like, I, you know what, I'm buying what you're selling. Do you like those numbers still? I, I certainly like the BYU final four one. I, yeah, I think there's I a chance at, yeah, at the final four level, if they get all the way there, there's some athleticism concerns, but they're arguably the best shooting team in the country. Like they can really fill it up. They've got size. They've got depth. Last couple of weeks, they've been playing without their best big man, Fusaini Traore. They've just got all the pieces. Uh, and if they start to roll through big 12 and maybe not roll through, no one's going to roll through that league. But if they, start proving uh, what the predictive rankings say. And you know, they go 12 and six against a really good big 12 schedule or or whatever it ends up being. People are going to rush to the counter and be like, Oh wait, yeah, maybe they are actually this top five team. There's just some skepticism about who they've beaten, where they've beaten them so far. But if it starts to, to show in big 12 play that it's all real, I think those numbers are great. And I just believe in that team. They've, they've got guards, big men shooting. Like it's a really good squad. All right, you have three picks today. Let's get into it. What do you got? 
Yep, all three conference play here. Nothing on the extra board, Gil. I, I, oh. It's small today, and I, I just couldn't find one I wanted to, to throw out there. Well, that's not allowed. Um, yeah. I know, I know. I mean, yeah, I'll be barred from returning because of that. <laughs> uh, we're starting with Wake Forest, a uh, slight road favorite, 623 on the betting board. They're headed to Boston College. This, this is about Wake Forest for me. Uh, still a little bit undervalued in the market since they got Efton Reed eligible. They are 5-0 against the spread. They just absolutely smoked Virginia Tech at home, one by 20. The lead never dipped below 20 in the second half. Uh, and that just kind of displays the dominance that this team has. Against BC, you've got to be able to at least limit Quentin Post, their big, versatile center who can score in the post, step out and hit threes. And that's what Reed does. Uh, the Gonzaga LSU two-time transfer that got eligible. He's just given them a presence inside on both ends of the floor. So I- I'm riding Wake Forest minus one and a half. Uh, then two home teams, uh, short favorites in league play. Murray State, 628 on the betting board, minus four. Over the last five seasons, they are a 63% ATS team at home. It's a really, really good home crowd. They've already gotten a, a big win at home in league play against Bradley, who I would argue is actually better than Murray State. Uh, and then the other end, UIC has the number one three-point percentage defense in the country. And I think that's an aberration. I think they're going to start to see some real regression in league play. That's one of those teams where I think they've overperformed in non-conference and they start to come back to earth in league play. So I'll take Murray State minus four there at home. And then late night, was discussing with the uh, the production team right before as we got on air a big big one in the Mountain West Colorado State taking them minus three and a half against New Mexico New Mexico has been terrific in non conference but they've had these it's almost uh, necessitated Donovan Dent stepping up as their best guard now they're going to have Jalen House and Jamal Mashburn back in there I think it might mess with them a little bit and Colorado State's got some real depth now back with with Jalen Lake. Uh, joining off the bench last game against a non-D1 team. They needed the guard depth, and they've got the best player on the floor in, in Isaiah Stevens. So I will ride Colorado State at home there, minus three and a half. All right. Three-pack from Jim Rudin. Again, if you missed any of that, we'll have it on our vison.com slash picks page, or they will have it. The three-man weave crew, that is, at 3MW underscore CBB. By the way, I have BYU to make the final four at 12-1, to 1, to clarify. They are still available at 11-1. to 1 right almost at that number itself. Jim, enjoy. Good luck with all the bets, man. Yeah, let's go BYU. I've got them preseason 400 to 1, Gil. So oh, let's go Cougars. That's, be- <laughs> that's better than me. I knew I knew you would totally trump mine. Thank you, Jim. Appreciate it. 400, Thanks, 400 to 1. I thought mine was good. We're coming back. Mike Sando, who uh, writes for The Athletic and is a AP voter for all of the NFL awards. We pick his brain next on a numbers game at Visa, the Sports Betting Network. A numbers game on VSEN, the sports betting network. This week, new customers can bet $5 and pocket $150 in bonus bets instantly, and they'll get the NBA League Pass for the rest of the season. Download the app and use the promo code VSEN when you sign up. DraftKings Sportsbook, the crown is yours. Skill Alexander, Kelly Bidlin. Live from Bar Canada here at the D downtown Las Vegas. Um, I want to shout out Will Hill again. Will Hill uh, has his podcast back. It's called Should Have Bet More, which I love. Love it. Yep, love it. Love from Will. And he uh, he said, hey, Gil, I had uh, Mike Sando on. I'm like, Sando? Oh, my God, that's such a great idea. <laughs> we got to get him on. Uh, Mike and I met. Mike Sando, by the way, who writes for The Athletic. Uh, he's a Hall of Fame selector. He's a AP voter, which vote, who votes on all the uh, NFL awards. I think we met back at the MIT Sloan Sports Analytics Conference years ago, if I'm guessing correctly. Uh, he joins yep. us now, primarily from The Athletic. How you doing, Mike? At Sando NFL, by the way, on the Twitter machine. How you doing, man? Hey, I am doing great. Coming off of a fantasy league championship in which my Travis Kelsey went toe to toe with Christian McCaffrey in the final week. What a glorious finish it was. <laughs> do you do you go around and do you say to your wife, what's it like being married to a fantasy football champion? Do you do that a bunch of that? Well, it's funny. I've been in this league with friends for like 10 years and. I always do well. I'd never won the thing. You know, here I am covering a league. Yeah. And I, I'm like second, you know, fourth, third. And so I was nervous. Believe me, I was nervous this last week because I was <laughs> I was at the way by far the best team. But you know how it is by the end of the year. You suddenly you're missing three guys, you know, and so any given Sunday. But uh, yeah, Kelsey was the fourth overall pick for me. And it just I ended up having three other tight ends that were probably better this year. <laughs> Monkeys off your back, Mike. They can never take it away from you. Fantasy yeah, champ. It's fun. 
Uh, okay, before we get to your awards thoughts, because you are an actual voter, one of 50 on all of these, I want to get a couple thoughts. One, uh, we were just talking about Michael Penix last night for UW. Uh, Chicago has the number one pick in the NFL draft by way of the Bryce Young trade. I'm a Washington fan. They're either going to end up with two or three, assuming they lose here uh, to, uh, to Dallas. They could very well be in need of a quarterback. What are the Bears? It, if you're reading the tea leaves right now, where do the Bears stand on Justin Fields? What are they going to do? I think under normal circumstances, they would be, you know, fairly excited and probably, you know, signing up for more in the absence of having a better option, right? That would typically be uh, where you would be at, but that's not where they're at. <laughs> I mean, they have the number one pick in the draft, and there's quarterbacks that seem to be worthy of that. I don't see any way they can pass that up. If you were Ryan Poles, you know, you're going to, you just don't get that many swings to get your quarterback. And he hasn't gotten his quarterback. He inherited Justin Fields. I think he was happy to inherit him. Uh, But how could you double down, right? I mean, I feel like right now to stay in a gambling realm, you know, he's, do you want to, do you want to just accept the fact that you have, uh, are you going to stand on 16? you know, and hope you get a five or a four. That's kind of where you're at. I feel like I, it may, the hand may not be that bad, but do you want to, do you just want to settle for having a 17? Let's just say that. Wow. Right? Cause if or you have the chance of someone else who you think is two face cards coming up and you get a chance to put your stamp on it. I don't know how you pass that up. That is interesting, because if I'm Washington, I'm like, I get on the phone the next minute. I'd be like, uh, how do we get this guy from you? Um, so it's interesting. Well, yeah, it is. Uh, I just think you have to look at the whole body of work. Uh, I would not be getting overly excited about the last four games or whatever, right? Uh, whatever it is, you can't do that. You have to look at the whole body of work and say, uh, what is our opportunity? Now, if your evaluation of the guys coming out isn't isn't good, then that's a different thing. But I think people feel like... Uh, you know, certainly with Caleb Williams, maybe with a couple others, that you have a real opportunity. Uh, yeah, to, it's going to even be... go better. And Justin Fields will have value. It's just nothing personal to him. I think they've been, you know, happy with the way he's worked at it, and and there's definitely has been some improvement too. Going to be fascinating to see what happens there. That'll obviously start the uh, the draft off with that decision. Okay, um, the team that no one wants to play in the playoffs in the NFC and in the AFC are. Yeah. So when I do this, I'm, I'm not counting the ones at the top. No one wants to play Baltimore, right? We're not right. going to do that. I would say in the AFC, it's Cleveland and Buffalo. I just think that Buffalo, you know, obviously is a, is a really good team that has had some weird stuff happen, but they would be difficult. And then Cleveland, uh, to me, you know, they won at Baltimore. They're, they got a house money feel to them with a great defense. Um, so you know, I think those are two teams there in the NFC. As you look a little bit further down, I think it's probably clearly the Rams, uh, another team that you know has a really good quarterback. Uh, you know, has a good coach, has a, a decent defense, a really bad special teams. That's probably going to do them in. That's why they lost at Baltimore. They gave a punt return touchdown, but I think that's a team that can run the ball, can throw the ball, um, and has some real energy. You know, with their young players. Okay, let us let us go to the awards. One week yeah. left in the season, obviously. Uh, you're, we're not locking you into your vote here, Mike, but, yeah. but to the extent that you're willing to share, let's talk sure. MVP. Who, yeah. who would you vote for today? It's super difficult. Uh, I'm not a literal MVP where you say it has to be the most valuable, it has to be a quarterback. I'm not that. If we did that, when you have the best man in your wedding, you couldn't have your best friend. You'd have to find the best man in the whole world to stand there next to you. That's not, to me, that's not what it is. Somebody can have a great season and not be the quote unquote most valuable because they were the quarterback. That being said, I don't really see that this year. Um, I know Lamar Jackson's the big favorite and maybe that's where it's at. Maybe it's who's hot on a great team over the last month, because there's really no one I'm comfortable with that has just, carried their team every week offensively uh, this season, right? Uh, so Brock Purdy, you could say, has the best stats, but we sort of know the context of that, that Jimmy Garoppolo had great stats too, or really good ones, and there's other factors there. Lamar is a huge part of an offense that isn't the reason why they win week to week, right? But he's been great here against really good teams. They have a 4-0 record against division leaders. 
winning by 25 points a game. He has 11 touchdowns, one interceptions in those. So I might lean that way with him, even though I'm fully aware, statistically, he hasn't really had that season. And so, <laughs> and so your vote might be... Oh, it might be Lamar right now. But, okay. But it, I would feel like if it is, it's... You know, I don't know that I can just defend it statistically because I do believe they win the games on defense. But yeah. this stretch down, you know, these last couple games are a big deal. Uh, you know, and how he played the other day is a huge deal. So yeah, I don't really feel great about it. I think I'm going to have to think it through. I felt like Stafford was really on the rise and they, and they barely won. Uh, you know, but I think Stafford's a really good one uh, because... Uh, you know, of where their team was expected to be. The fact that when you combine their defense and special teams together, it's a bottom five unit and it's really hard to win like that. And so, you know, I felt that, but after this last week, when Lamar goes 18 of 21 for 321 yards and five touchdowns, and they've had in the context of this great team record, I mean, I think you have to take that into consideration too. All right, let's do rapid fire coach of the year. Your thoughts. Well, I might have to go with uh, Kevin Stefanski at this point. You know, I was on John Harbaugh uh, midseason, and he's still in it for me. Because I think they, from where they were at a year ago with Lamar being unhappy and we're putting in a new offense, they've had tons of injuries. Um, he would normally get it, but man, this Stefanski story with Cleveland, I'd probably lean towards him right now, just the way they've been able to you know, have four quarterbacks start at least two games. Don't think that's ever happened. It's amazing. And beating some really good teams. It's a, it's a really great story. So he's probably the, the leader for me. Offensive rookie of the year. Is it CJ Stroud or Puka Nakua, who's four catches and 30 yards shy of breaking both rookie records for receptions and receiving yards? It's probably Puka Nakua for me. I think that oh. if CJ Stroud hadn't missed some time, uh, but yeah, I've, I've leaned towards Puka Nakua after CJ Stroud was out, but we don't have to make a decision today. No. And I haven't fully sat down and just, you know, digested the whole thing. I'll study. I'll put in my work. But what Puka Nakua has done from day one, I mean, from day one, he's been a dominant receiver uh, for a team that's been winning. So and wasn't expected to win. So I think he's had a great year, like, an, you know, not just a Pro Bowl year, but maybe maybe an all pro type year. That put a little smile on my face right there. Okay, real quick, two more. Uh, defensive Rookie of the Year. Who would you go with there? Oh, that's a great question. I I, I need to look at that one. Okay. I wish I, 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 if I would have known you were going to ask me Defensive Rookie of the Year, I need to look at it and study it. I, I'll that's get fair. there, but that's, I'm not there. That's fair. Okay, and then and then the one that, that a lot of people are so super confused about, Comeback Player of the Year. Yeah. Are you a DeMar Hamlin guy or someone else? I think so. You know, uh, uh, it is vaguely defined, right? There's not a uh, – but, but to me, just – the fact that he made it back, I think even, you know, it's, it's been a while since he made it back. So the story, we've had time to digest it, but just think about that. You know, if we were, if we were 10 years from now and, and we were looking backwards and we said, Hey, there was a player who died on the field. And if you remember the gravity of that situation, come back and, and play, uh, is truly amazing. So I think it's hard to beat that comeback story. Can't argue with that. Mike, pleasure seeing you. Thank you so much. Thank you. Mike Sando at Sando NFL. All his work at The Athletic and a real-life voter. One of 50 for all these awards. Coming back with more NFL next. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game, King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think you could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. He's, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it? <laughs> 
<laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. Good sleep should come naturally, and with the new Natural Hybrid mattress, it can. A collaboration between award-winning mattress brand Lisa and home design favorite West Elm, the Natural Hybrid is the culmination of these two companies' shared values, premium materials, meticulous craftsmanship, and sustainable practices. Made with natural latex, responsibly sourced natural wool, and environmentally safe foams, the Natural Hybrid elevates your sleep sanctuary. Indulge your senses and supports a greener tomorrow. Plus, when you purchase the natural hybrid, you're also helping fuel Lisa's work with shelters and those in need. Since 2015, Lisa has donated more than 40,000 mattresses to ensure children and families have a safe place to sleep. Don't put off a good night's sleep any longer. Get a Lisa mattress today for a sound sleep tonight. Visit lisa.com slash iHeart. That's l-e-e-s-a dot com slash iHeart. Are you tired of your scented cleaning products smelling and cleaning like meh? Then it's time for an upgrade with the power of Clorox Sentiva. With an uplifting scent that smells like coconut, Clorox Sentiva gives you powerful clean like Clorox, but a feeling like being transported to a tropical island retreat. Imagine putting your phone on Do Not Disturb, tuning out all the constant, just the feeling of warm sand in between your toes and a fruity drink in your hand. The ones with the little umbrella. Refresh your home to feel like an all-inclusive vacation by getting Clorox Sentiva. Also available in grapefruit and lavender scents at a nearby retail store. Visa, the sports betting network. Become a Visa Pro subscriber today. Get a daily email recapping all the best bets from our show hosts and guests. You also get unlimited access to our Visa.com slash picks page. Sort picks by sport, matchup, event, date, and more. Check the top Visa experts leaderboard to view betting records, profit, and ROI, and see which Visa expert has the hot hand for Visa Pro picks, betting splits, power ratings, plus 24-7 video access. Become a Visa Pro subscriber today. Why don't you? Sign up now for only $9.99 at Visa.com slash subscribe. You look like a marshmallow. Over and over. And over and over. This is adorable. Uh, it's Gil Alexander. It's Kelly Bidlin, live from Bar Canada here at the D on a numbers game. Uh, do we can I review can we review that last segment just sure, for a second? Yeah. Mike Sando, by the way. And again, shout out to Will Hill for popping the idea back. By the way, Will Hill's podcast again called uh Should Have Bet More. Will Hill, who is a prominent member of the Megapod, and of course the Bear Bets podcast with Chris Felica. I had Sando on. <clears throat> I've known Sando for years, and he is one of the 50 voters, one of the AP voters, Aaron Schatz being another. Aaron Schatz will be on the show tomorrow. So we'll pick his brain. It's his annual pre-postseason, if you will, uh, appearance on the show, and we'll get his thoughts on awards. But again, these are one guy today, one guy tomorrow. They represent, you know, there it is, 4%, the two of them together, of the entire voting body of these awards and Sando's answers were interesting in every way. One that, first of all, let's go from back forward. He's a Hamlin guy in this award Mm -hmm. died on the field. And that's all he needed to know. He took the position that, that I did last off season, which is, Hey, no one else can be the comeback player of the year. DeMar Hamlin currently minus minus one forty. Joe Flacco, even money. And again, the, the Aaron shots point on this, I think is the best one, which is, it's one, two, three for comeback player of the year. It's not one through five. It's one, two, three. You get to vote on your first, second, and third. Hamlin is likely to be your number one or not on your ballot at all because every voter will have his or her own criteria on this. So for Sando, it's Hamlin. The last time we spoke to Shots, it's not Hamlin at all on his ballot. It'll probably be someone who, by performance on the field this year, like a Flacco, um, we'll determine it, but we'll talk to uh, we'll talk to shots tomorrow. The other one that was interesting. Well, there's two were interesting. One MVP. While he said he probably will vote for Lamar Jackson, the notion that he was strongly considering Matthew Stafford is fascinating, right? Yeah. This this reminds me of the Brandon Crawford thing. Mm-hmm. My buddy in San Francisco. Hey, Gil. No, it totally. Brandon does, Crawford's yes. MVP, right? What are you talking about? He's hundred to one in my <laughs> betting brain. He ends up finishing fourth. Here's Sando. Representing 2% of the voters who's like, yeah, Stafford, maybe. 
you know, who's sixth in the league in passing yards, 24 touchdowns, 11 interceptions. But but what's interesting about his his thought process was, and if you, you know, read into it, Lamar Jackson playing with a defense that is great. Stafford has had, in his viewpoint, more direct impact on the Rams' success. And then the other one... And the offense having to carry that whole thing, right? As compared to the Ravens having it good on all three sides. But how about the offensive rookie of the year response? He said, you can't hold him to it because there's one more week. But he said, Puka. I don't know. If Puka wins, will I be surprised? Yes. I won't be shocked, though. You've been documenting it week after week. Like, where this guy's numbers stack up. He's about to set records with a head coach and quarterback who actively tried to not let him get it. (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) Get into that a little. Seriously. I mean, Stroud's been incredible. Stroud's been awesome. It's going to be not surprising at all if he walks away with this thing. Because he's a quarterback. Um, yeah, it, it, you know, same thing with MVP, right? I think that he's, I don't know. I think Sanders comments though. It's, it's the, I'm going to sprinkle a little money on McCaffrey probably on MVP. Yeah. Just at these ridiculous odds. Now I never did like last week when we were talking about it, two weeks ago, we were talking about it. McCaffrey, the favorite for offensive. Player yeah, yeah. I just, I, there's going to be so much conversation of like, which quarterback and like, I don't, I have a feeling that you're going to get. Like a, a McCaffrey Tyreek that ends up like two, three on a lot of people's ballots that it, yeah. all it takes is a few guys to put in one and he's right up there at the end of the day with the total point. That's still my favorite scenario is the Kelly Bidlin McCaffrey wins MVP because he'll get the most second the and third yeah. and he'll win offensive player, player of the year. Of the year. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. Because he'll get all the number ones for that. Right, He'll get all the ones there. I said this a few weeks ago, and this is a guy who has the Tyreek MVP ticket that Tyreek would be the odd man out in the end. And in the end it is because his, first of all, his play fell off. He had injuries too. Yeah. He dropped big passes or two weeks ago, he dropped a big one, but he dropped another one this week. But the bottom line is like, if you look at stats now, I think I was looking at this yesterday. CD lamb has like, yeah, I mean, boy, did he catch up quick? (laughs) I want to say it's like, I want to get exact, but it's like 56 yards fewer on 10. So he's got 10 more catches, I believe, than Tyreek. Well, he has 10 more catches, 56 uh, fewer yards. And now one more game played, one more game played and like two fewer touchdowns. But it's like it's super comparable. Yes, it is. So how special was Tyreek after all if if CD Lamb is trumping him on some of these you just like you look at this list like i just pulled up that list it's yeah okay Tyreek CD Lamb AJ Brown Pukunakua Pukunakua if i just get back to it, Pukunakua is it's so underappreciated because it if really, he was a first really round draft is. pick no one would like everyone would talk about him and if and if Stroud wasn't playing to the level that he is like yeah. th- that is it's fair it's like fair. Stroud's it's incredible he's elevated this entire team we've yep. talked about it all year uh, but yeah, if he wasn't i mean if he was doing like Bryce Young things this would be a Pukunakua runaway right now it's so true anyway that's fascinating to get it right from a voter's mouth um, you, you are absolutely right with the Brandon Crawford, Matthew Stafford. Yes. Like that is, it's that's, one I've never, I haven't Crawford. even thought about Stafford like in yep. weeks and weeks in this market. But it shows you like the, the vote, every voter has his or her own way of thinking it through. What was the Aaron Schatz line about why he has Dan Campbell coach of the year? And we heard Sando say he's got Stefanski now. Maybe, maybe it's changed for Schatz. I don't know. We'll find out tomorrow. What was his thought on Campbell? He's the best combination of old school football and newfangled analytics. That's that's how Aaron Schatz decided to vote on it. Yeah. Or at least he did last time when he was there at the quarter poll. So <laughs> that's why these are we are handicapping voters. We are not handicapping the actual game. Exactly. Handicapping voters. And, 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 hey, it can lead to some great wins and bets. That's for sure. But uh, man, you never know how this is going to go. Uh, all right. Uh, so once again, the, the bets that I have in pocket for the NFL uh, Raiders minus two and a half, Dolphins plus three, Ravens plus four. I do not have a Bears bet yet um, in that game. Man, you went firing yesterday. All right. Yeah. For I, you. I was surprised by that because I didn't, I didn't I, expect I, that to be the case. Bears are plus three, what, but, what, it, but what it's teetering. You, it's plus three reduced juice, so I'm waiting for a three and a half. What, what guess were you most off on? The Bills-Dolphins? Bills-Dolphins shocked me the most. What would you set that at? I think Pittsburgh, Baltimore, I was the most off of, but I knew I knew I'd get some really way off guesses on yeah, week, week 18. 18 yeah. So I was like, ah, OK, I can see why that was the one where I was like, I guessed Miami minus two and a half. 
because of wow. the injuries. Yeah. Yep. And it was Ball, it was Buffalo minus three. By the way, some Bills fan was murdering me on Twitter yesterday. Like, Gills always hated the Bills. He's he's always under market for four years. I'm like, I have the Niners to beat them in an exacto. Like, yeah, not exactly. Yeah. I mean, I um, like the Bills this week, but man, I can't. That, when I saw that number, I was like, wow, I was getting real. I was ready to bet this game uh, pretty big on the Bills side, and I can't do that with this number. No, I was shocked by that number. Yeah, I was pretty surprised too. I thought it was going to be like a pick. I, I was maybe wasn't as far yeah. away as far as you were on that on the Dolphins. I thought it'd be like a pick. And I get it. The Dolphins have tons of injuries, and and it's it's terrible. For if you're a Dolphins fan or a Dolphins ticket holder of any kind in a futures play, like it just sucks with the injuries. They are getting they're it, getting decimated on defense. On the Buffalo side, though, like they didn't come away unscathed, right? Josh no. Allen dealing with a stinger like that. I mean, if Josh what? Allen. What, what do we always see out of Josh Allen must win games? It's him running the ball far more. If he's limited because of a stinger in his net, like that's a serious issue. And the Buffalo. Bills have season ending injuries all year on defense. I shouldn't, I'm not going to diminish that, right? Uh, Tredavious out for the year. Um, just one of them. So it's, it's, you know, and of course, uh, uh, Milano out for the year. So they, I mean, they've been decimated by injuries too. I'm not diminishing that. I'm just saying based on, Buffalo's performance this past week against New England, I, I was shocked that it was Buffalo minus three because they skated in that game. Skate. I mean, yep. if it, you know, and so uh, it's going to be fascinating. Buffalo is in that rare position where they can win the division oh, and be crazy. number two, yeah. or they could be knocked out entirely. It's insane. <laughs> Win the, win the division and be the second seed or not make the postseason at all. We've extended these playoffs. We've extended it to seven teams, and you're still in that situation. It's incredible. If the Bills beat the Dolphins, they'll be the second seed and the division winner. If the Dolphins beat the Bills, Bills would need either a Steelers or Jaguars loss or a tie between the Texans and Colts to still secure a wild card berth. Now, can I be like everybody else on like, you know, how they were with the college football playoff where it's like, Buffalo, please win. So I don't have to watch like some other trash AFC team sneak in ahead of them and get blown out like in the playoffs. I'm going to be that guy. I'm going to be that guy. You're going to be that guy? I'm going to jump the other side of the fence completely. That's the mu- that's the last game this weekend. That's the Sunday yeah. night game this week. Um, obviously, Steelers, Ravens, and Jags, Texans kick it off on, excuse me, not Jags, Texans, Colts, Texans kick it off on Saturday, the rest Sunday daytime. We've done all we can do. Best bets is next. Enjoy from VEASAN, the sports betting network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Let's hit it. Give me a vacation. Vacation. Give me a wave. Surfing. Give me a city tour. The trolley. Give me animals. The zoo. Give me some sea life. <laughs> Give me museums. Give me a woo. What's that spell? San Diego. If you're happy and you know it, San Diego is the place to show it. Book your family vacation at san diego.org. Funded in part with the City of San Diego Tourism Marketing District Assessment Funds. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details.